today we're going to talk about something that's going to be fun, uh, be a little bit lighter today. I think we'll get a lot out of what I have to say today. It's something that's it's really been on me throughout the summer. This summer's been a little bit difficult. Uh, Wade just uh, turned around. He did an internship, was home with us uh, basically at nights and in the mornings. He usually left out about 10 till 7 every morning. And uh, and and the problem with that is I, I leave pretty early in the morning. In the summer times, I'm not sitting with my kids every day in the Word. You should be. I'm just telling you a little conviction of my own. And so with my girls and with Wade over the past few summers, I've been able to uh, go ahead and get them up before I left and, and those types of things. This summer, I let them sleep in. I've got two girls uh, that have jobs and they work really hard and they work late and uh, they leave early. Um, they would leave about 8.30. And so, and I was usually gone right after Wade. So they, they just it was just one of those unusual summers. And then I, you know, Wade went back on Sunday and I went, you know what, um, Lord, uh, I missed an opportunity and I ask that you forgive me because I try to pour in. Now, we had God conversations. I, I got him a lexicon this summer. He's so excited about a Hebrew lexicon. I know you're not excited, but Wade, you just got to kind of know my son there. Anyway, so you know those those things, and they slip by, and time is so limited with us, and and the things that we do, and the responsibilities that we have, and the time that we have becomes very important. Today, I want to talk about urgency versus priority. Urgency versus priority. So let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer, and we'll jump right in. Dear Jesus, I thank you, Father, for this your time. I thank you for this your priority, and I thank you for the men who have who have made this a priority in their lives this morning. Uh, Lord, to meet with you, to learn your word, to discuss your word, to encourage one another as we go out and we are in here as the church and we go out as the church, Father. And we just thank you for that. So Jesus, I just pray that you teach us this morning in your name. Amen. In John chapter 11, there's a story there that most of us are going to be familiar with, and it's it's basically the story of Lazarus. You remember Lazarus gets sick, word comes over to Bethany to, uh, and I'm not talking about a person, over to the city of Bethany where Jesus is, and Jesus is told, and Jesus basically states, hey, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I've still got work to do here. And then the disciples kind of caution him about going back. If he goes back, he, he could possibly lose his life. And Jesus has a conversation with him and says, Hey, uh, I can go at night. Um, I will get there. Um, Lazarus is fine. By the time Jesus gets there, Lazarus has been dead four days. And Mary doesn't even come on the scene. Martha does. And Martha comes on the scene and Martha just says, Jesus, if you would have been here. And so many times, that's, that's how our question goes. If you could have been here, things would have been different. If you would have heard me, things would have been different. One of the things to notice about that story in John chapter 11 is this, is that Jesus knew right off the bat that Lazarus was dead, but that was not priority to him. But it was urgency to Mary and Martha, his sisters. Sometimes when we pray, we, we are praying out of urgency but it's not necessarily Jesus's priority. And this is why we pray on earth as it is in heaven. Now, I'm not trying to scare any of you. This is, this is the cool thing about it. When we say the name of Jesus, he hears us. He hears us. Now, will he move in the way that our expectation for him to move in this situation is always going to be? Well, that's always the tension. You know, am I praying his will or am I praying my will? Am I praying out of urgency? Because a lot of times we're praying out of ur- urgency. I get phone calls all the time at a house last night where ambulance is unloading and rushing in through the garage, you know, and, and uh, that's urgency. And so what are you going to pray? Lord, heal them. Lord, stop this. Lord, and, and you start praying out of urgency. But what's priority? 
Does this family know Jesus? Are they, are they where they're supposed to be? Will, will uh, Jesus manifest? Should I be praying for his manifestation for them to see the goodness of our God and to know him intimately? C.S. Lewis said, put first things first and we get second things thrown in. Put second things first and we lose both first and second things. So priority is very important. You know, we may know what we want, but only God knows what we need. We may know what we want, but only God knows what we need, man. So people tend to prioritize urgent needs over eternal ones. We do this all the time. We, we prioritize urgent needs over eternal ones. And more than being thankful for our blessings, we should be thankful that God faithfully pursues us for what we need as a person, and that is a relationship with him. So, but let me give you some, some examples of this. First of all, we see surface symptoms, and he will always see the root problem. So we'll see the surface symptom. We'll see what's right in front of us and say, let's pray over that. All right? But he sees the root problem. We prioritize our lives around urgent needs, and God puts eternal needs first. Our prayers center around our physical comfort and well-being. God is more concerned about our holiness. In our eyes, we have a relationship. We have relationship problems. In his eyes, we have a sin problem. What we consider a financial problem, Jesus might just consider it a sin problem. It's called indulgence. Obviously, I participated in that one. Need to stop it. Our health problems. Well, we live in a fallen world, and he sees the consequences of our abuse. Uh, my daughter yesterday came up to eat lunch with me, Bethany, and um, I said, where do you want to eat? And she said, oh, there's a new restaurant over here, and we go over there, and uh, we have fried shrimp. Come on, man, that can't be good for anybody that bottom dwellers in the first place, and then it's fried. You know, but uh, God cares about our pressing needs. He does care about our pressing, pressing needs, our urgency that we see. He understands how we understand, all right? He does. But more than anything, he wants to address our primary need over our pressing need. And so today we'll look at some of this, and, and hopefully you're, you're paying attention. You men out there uh, that are in the bed, in, in, under your covers, got me on your phone. Um, there's urgent needs and there's priority, right? Uh, there's this thing... Um, that, that we need to discuss today. What's priority in your life? So Mark chapter two, verse nine, we'll spend a little time here. A few days later, when Jesus entered again into Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. So many gathered that there was no le room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four of them. Since they could not get to him because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus after digging through it, lowered the mat and the paralyzed, that the paralyzed man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, why, did this fellow why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit, that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat, and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. 
Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and take your mat and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, pay attention to this, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. So when I read this, I, I tried to emphasize a couple of things. One is simply what was priority, what was of urgency to these men was that this guy was paralyzed from the waist down. But what was a priority to Jesus was that this man's sins are forgiven because one is temporal and the other one is eternal. It's important that we see this. Holiness was his primary need. Forgiveness was his primary need. Now, when we look at this, let me say a couple of things. Good people don't go to heaven. Forgiven people do. That's an eternal thing. So, So there's a lot of good, good people out there, but the ones that go to heaven are the ones who know Jesus and are forgiven and are covered by his blood. See, eternal life is is not really a destination. We try to preach and teach like eternal life is a destination, but eternal life is a relationship with Jesus. And so Jesus gives opportunity here. He gives opportunity for eternity. And what this man needed most in his life was forgiveness. Isn't that interesting? That, that, you know, I, just about every corner I went to, uh, now, not that I was going to street corners yesterday, men. That's not what was happening. All right, I had to go get a phone fixed. And so, but I would go down Amarillo. It hasn't always been this way, but every single corner had somebody asking for money on it. I mean, I, and I, I've never seen that many young people standing out there, women, men, young, just, you know, and, and I know this, that if I put money in that cup or money in their hat or money in their hand, I've just encouraged them to be back tomorrow. And some of them I know can work. Now, the ones that can't, the ones are widows and orphans, we got a responsibility and an obligation to them. I'm not going down that road. I talked about that a little bit last week in my message. What am I saying? Their greatest need is not what we see as the most urgent need. Well, Curtis, they're hungry. Curtis, they're thirsty. Yeah, those are urgent needs. But the, the priority is they need Jesus. That's eternal. That's the eternal thing. That's why Jesus preached the gospel to the poor. So if you believe that forgiveness of sin is your greatest need and, and others' greatest needs, how would your priorities change? You know, I shared a story a lot in the past about a woman, my uh, uh, a friend of mine over in Happy, Texas. His wife got cancer and was coming to church, and and I, I shared about about them. His name's Bill, and um, anyway, they were coming to church, uh, and she got cancer. It was a terminal cancer. Eventually, she passed away. He remarried while I was in Happy, and she got the same type of cancer. And so I just knew that Jesus was going to heal her, right? Because, and I even told Bill, I said, there's no way that God is going to have this happen to you twice. And so she's going to be healed in the name of Jesus. And, and I had, I went by there two or three times a week back then, a smaller church and, and I could really just call on people. I played hot dice with old ladies on Friday. Anyway, I could tell you story after story, but the big thing was, was that I had told this man, look, this isn't going to happen to you a second time. And so I'd go in and anoint her with oil, and she had the rag around her head, and, and eventually they brought a hospital bed in, and, 
And uh, one day he called me on my way to Amarillo and said, Curtis, you just passed away. And I turned around and came back. And, I, and you've heard this story if you've been with me long. But uh, across from the glass door, as he stood there and I stood on this side, as I walked up on his steps, I felt like for the first time I had to apologize for my God. But what was of urgency in me was not necessarily priority with God. She knew Jesus. The first thing Bill told me when he opened that door is, are these words, she's healed. She's healed completely and wholly, and she's with our Lord. See, in this busy life, <clears throat> I live it, um, and, and it's interesting that, that as I live this life, it, it just seems to speed up. It gets more busy. Nights get shorter. I mean, my eyes were open at 3 o'clock this morning, and I'm doing budget stuff. It's, it's just, it, it's amazing how quickly this life goes, and what becomes an urgency in my life is not necessarily a priority with Jesus. What is Jesus saying? Why don't you come to me? Why don't you find rest? Why don't you slow down? Why don't you settle down? Why don't you prioritize a little bit better, Curtis? I mean, you're a pastor after all. Now, man, I don't know where you are this morning. You, you may uh, feel like your priorities are exactly in order. And I can tell you, if you're in ministry, there are going to be urgent needs that need to be met by you. I'm, I'm, I, I can't help it. If that's your call in life, sometimes people need you are a representation of God when you're standing next to their bed. They, 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 they are looking to you to pray, to encourage, to help to lift up, to spur on. All those things are part of what we do. It's a part of who we, we don't shut off at three o'clock. We keep going. However, we need to know that there is priorities in our life that are given to us by Jesus himself. And it may be that that very moment that you get the call, someone else needs to get the call from you and be encouraged to go and stand by someone's side. Be encouraged to be a part of the body and the bride of Christ. Because if we pray on earth as it is in heaven, then what we're looking for is for God to change our priorities to his and our prayers to his and heaven to come upon this earth. Now, men, today, today, I hope that we can sit down together and talk about the difference between urgency and priority. Because God has his priorities, and our priorities need to align with his. So that life isn't just flying by us in a, at an urgent pace, at a fast pace, but so that we slow down and we come to Jesus first and foremost. We hear what his will is to be done on this earth, and those are the very things that we do. That's all I got for us this morning. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for um, pressing needs because they cause us to press into you. But Lord, I pray that, that we don't go out of that pressing need until we've spoken to you about that need. Are we the ones that are to be there? Are we the ones, Lord, to, to carry the paralytic before you? And Lord, are we sharing the gospel or are we just sharing a prayer? Father, I pray that, uh, Lord, we would know you, that you would continue to minister to our souls and minister to our hearts. And, Father, that our lives would be great representations of your priority within them. In Jesus' name, amen.